So anyways, you're live with Corey from the Northwoods, where we're showing you that freedom is an adventure. We're finding ours, and you can too. I'd like to welcome you to our Saturday live video podcast, where we have hopes to help build the RV community here on YouTube. If it's your first time here, make sure you click that subscribe button down below so you don't miss any of our weekly videos and live streams. You can also find this podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other major podcast applications. I'd like to go ahead and start out uh, with some shout-outs, some great RV channels here um, in the YouTube community. Uh, if you haven't checked out any of these channels, please make sure you go over and tell them that we sent you there and uh, leave them some comments and show them some love. And the first one I'd like to go ahead and uh, shout out is Consider the Wonders. Um, they're a fairly new channel, just started here a few months ago, but they're putting out great content, um, starting to get some subscribers. Um, so make sure you go over, check them out, uh, show them a little love. I dropped a uh, link here in the chat for their channel. Um, if you would, go ahead and check them out after the live stream or open them up in a different window. Um, leave some comments, let them know we sent you over there. So the next channel I'd like to go ahead and uh, shout out, and uh, they've been pretty active in the community lately. We've seen a lot of them uh, popping, around, uh, popping up, and that is Fifth Wheel Food and Fixins. Um, great channel. He's uh, definitely make your mouth water with the food that he's preparing and uh, sharing on YouTube. And he is a truck guy as well. Uh, if you have any questions to ask about your diesels and stuff like that, he's a great guy to have a conversation with. So I'll go ahead and I'll drop that in the chat there as well. All right. The next uh, one I'd like to mention is our main guest today. Um, so I'll go ahead and I'll bring up our guest, uh, who is Harold from One Strange Adventure. So let me go ahead and I'll pop Harold up here. Hey there. How you doing, Harold? Doing pretty good. How are you? Well, thank you very uh, much for joining us today. No, thank you for uh, inviting me. I was super excited when I got the invite, so I re we really appreciate it. Well, I'm glad that somebody's excited when we get an invite from us. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, we got some great shows lined up here over the next month, so uh, hopefully that just gets to be that much more people getting excited when we want to uh, drag them in here. So, yeah. Uh, so it looks like uh, your channel started about around May of uh, last year. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. And uh, you've been growing kind of steadily, not super explosive, but you've been growing pretty good. It looks like. Yeah. You're about, what, about 650 or so subscribers? Uh, yesterday, we just passed 700. 700. That's good. Yep. Um, so then you must be growing fairly well because I think when I checked you, I think you were about in the mid-600s here about a week or so ago. Um, that's great. Um, yeah. I know things start to pick up a little bit when you get to 500, and then you get into a kind of a little bit of a lull for a while, and you start getting a little disappointed, but then you start seeing it climb again, and it gets excited sometimes. Yeah, I, I told uh, I told my brother in law like getting from six ninety five to seven hundred was like trying, like just trying to like finish the race. It, it was so long and exhausting, and it just it felt like it took forever. But we're finally there, and I'm sure we'll we'll continue to grow. Yep, and if anyone's not familiar, uh, Harold's brother in law here is Jason from Imagine Your Odyssey. Right. And uh, he will be joining us here in two weeks. Uh, Great. I ha have a special show next weekend. Uh, depending, it's going to be a uh, premiere instead of a live stream again because we're going to hopefully be camping. Uh, our campground don't close. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So right now, some campgrounds in Michigan is opening, some aren't. So uh, we haven't got the notice as of yet. So we're hoping to be able to get out for the weekend. All righty. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, um, Harold, you know, as far as, our, first off, are you full-time or part-time? We are part-timers. And part -timers. so we, we, we do have a, a house uh, in Central Virginia where I'm currently at because, you know, we can't travel in Virginia either. Um, right. But we would definitely be on the road full-time if we, if we could make it happen sometime soon. But as of right now, we're part-time. Yep. So you're from Virginia. 
what do you do for work out there or uh, community involvement, hobbies and stuff outside of YouTube? Yeah, um, I, I am. I grew up in uh, Central Virginia along with my wife, I, my wife, uh, Cindy, who we've been together since seventh grade, believe it or not. Uh, we have two wonderful kids, Michaela and Nick, um, who are 15 and 13. So and we have two teenagers that travel along with us and then our, our three fur babies that we uh, we tie, we carry along with us. So that's that's our family. Um, we're typically traveling with with Jason, uh, with Imagine Your Odyssey and his wife, my brother, my brother-in-law, of course. Uh, but like outside of YouTube, I love anything with the arts. And, and so like I'm constantly trying to learn how to better craft um, the, uh, the, the storytelling or the videography or photography. I'm, I'm always trying to learn something design. I've, I've dabbled in a couple of logos, which I know you, you do as well. So yep. um, I've yeah. dabbled in that. That was one of the very first things the, when I first saw your channel uh, was the effort that was put into the graphic arts, uh, you know, the branding of your channel. And uh, you probably haven't seen it yet. I actually have another channel. Uh, we started up and did a live stream uh, yesterday, uh, helping with small YouTube channels with some channel reviews. And we covered a little bit about branding. And I had mentioned that it's one of the very first things that, most people look at subconsciously when they hit your channel about whether or not they think to subscribe as to whether or not, you know, what your channel looks like. Yeah. Uh, if, if it looks like a nice professional channel, uh, they're more opt to, to go ahead and hit that subscribe button. So that was one, right. of, one of the things I found with your channel right from, yeah. the, get, right from the get go. Well, um, I appreciate that. I, that. That's great feedback. Um, we, we have put a lot of effort into, you know, our, our uh, banner, our logos, um, and then, of course, our thumbnails. We, we try to keep them consistent with the, uh, with the brand of the channel as well. So really appreciate that you, uh, that you noticed and, and called that out. So Yeah. Yeah, branding to me is very important. And, uh, you know, for one of the smaller channels, uh, and when we first found you, you were considerably smaller yet. And, uh, you know, you already had that in place, and that's a great thing to – to be uh to know that that has to be there and uh to help you grow and it, it will only help you grow as you get closer to your thousand so yeah see it still seems so far away <laughs> it did it did for us too and you know we did a bunch of other community building and other social medias and stuff and we didn't try pushing them over here right away Right. Uh, we kind of waited to kind of let it grow a little bit, get a little respect in the community sort of thing. And then, you know, when we started to see closer to six, 700, we decided it was time to start pushing that on those other social media platforms. And all of a sudden we just started growing like crazy and we've gained more subscribers. You know, we've gained 400 subscribers in the last 30 days. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, from our, from our other communities. So it's, it's crazy when you start, when you put that in the work and you put in the effort, not just on YouTube, but across the board, yep. it will, it will pay off eventually. So. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I, think, I, I think you're doing a great job uh, over there, Harold. Thank you. I, I really it. appreciate that. Can't say um, enough. <laughs> thank you so much. We, we certainly try, you know, another thing that I do is I, I watch a lot of other channels um, that specialize in photography and, and uh, videography and just constantly learning, uh, even outside of our, you know, our RV adventure genre. Um, you know, there's, so there's a lot of YouTubers out there that, that I watch and try to take tips from all the time. Yeah, I do the same thing. You know, I watch Peter McKinnon and Peter McKinnon and, yes. and, and Maddie and Potato and Jet That's and right. uh, all them guys. Um, I watch Love all of them too, try to learn a little bit more about, you know, just even about the equipment that we're trying to use or um, I watch a couple, you know, just to kind of get more of a, an artistic vision of, you know, what to, it's, you know, photography and video goes very hand in hand and uh, it kind of helps you set up your shots in video. If you yep. have an understanding of photography. So watching right. those channels are a huge help, um, you know, when you're starting to look at this. And one of the things uh, 
you mentioned here was the storytelling of your videos that you work on. That's one thing that we're currently wanting to improve um, drastically. We know it's the one thing we need to improve. Uh, and uh, it's it's hard for you to kind of get that around your head. Yep. You know, you, you, you watch some videos and you start to know that, hey, I have to have a hook and an intro and kind That's of the right. bulk of the video and all this stuff. But then, you know, it comes down to mo even more detail of that. That bulk of that video has to be able to tell a story to be able to keep people around. And uh, that's the one thing that we've been we've been watching bigger YouTubers that are really good at doing that. And we're trying to dissect that on what they're doing and how to tell a story. Because, you know, you stop to think, you know, it's like, we're no one special. We just go camping and... You know, we might go out on a couple little, you know, adventure days here or there. And it's like, yeah, how do you tell a story about that? You know? Yeah. And not just tell a story about that, but tell a story of that in 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. And, and create value. Right. You want to you want to create a value right. proposition for for the audience, too. And so. And that's another yeah, great, great thing you said there as far as value proposition. Have you yeah. taken a training class at all? Like uh, Tim Schmoyer's class? Um, actually, I work in a, uh, a really large financial uh, institution, and so I've been there for 17 years. Um, and the the art of influence and storytelling has uh, has been kind of ingrained. I, I do a lot of like um, training uh, professionally. Have been like Six Sigma uh, design thinking and and things like that. And so a lot of it is based around storytelling and being able to show or capture the audience's attention um, and, and keep them around and keep them um, keep them interested long enough to be able to tell the story. Right. The reason why I asked about Tim Schmoyer, because Tim Schmoyer comes from a, uh, a marketing background. And, you know, these are all marketing philosophies as far as having a value proposition for your target market and things like that. Yep. And all these same things apply to YouTube. Uh, you know, first you have to kind of figure out what your channel is going to be and who, what the person is that's going to want to watch it. That's your target market. And then you have to try to come up with your, like uh, Harold said, your value proposition. You know, what value are you giving that target market? Um, that's right. You know, in some ways it, it could be just entertainment. Sometimes it's maybe a how-to, um, things like that. And uh, it's the struggles of growing a YouTube channel and starting to <laughs> learn all that. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely uh, um, that part. You know, I, I've been doing that for a little while now, but trying to transition that from uh, business to a YouTube channel has been uh, has been interesting, and, and I'm I'm continuing to learn how to how to do that and really, you know, capture the audience's attention. Right. And uh, what what editing software do you use? I, I use Adobe Premiere. Adobe. Um, yep on on Mac. Okay. I know a lot of us use Filmora, which is what I use, but I do uh, a lot of work in Photoshop. So uh, yeah. I am familiar a little bit with uh, Adobe products like uh, Photoshop and Illustrator and, uh, you know, PageMaker and things like that. They pretty much all have kind of the same interfaces in them. But yeah, uh, so I am a little familiar with those products. So um, do see that you uh, you definitely like your camera gear. I saw you sharing out a new camera that you picked up. I, I did. Um, yeah, I actually it's uh, sitting over here on the uh, it doesn't it doesn't ever go too far. That's that's for sure. Yeah, um, I picked, you're wanting to capture pick, stuff. You got to have a decent camera. Yeah, I picked up the uh, the Canon EOS R and uh, just just uh, picked up the uh, the Rode VideoMic NTG, which is a powered microphone as well. Very directional. Yep. So try to reduce a lot of that background noise you know the first thing I, I focused on with the channel um and gear wise was just having something to be able to process the videos and not you know not create too much of delay um and then increase slowly increase the quality of the video and now that i have um i think the quality has come up a little bit now increasing the quality of the audio and really been just trying to hone in on you know that that that, that look that the uh the channel you know the channel is going to have yeah, and uh, the quality of the video, once you have your branding down and you have your look and you have all that consistent, the, the next step is to try to get your videos 
to match the quality of what you've gotten into your branding. And yeah. uh, you're doing a great job there. And it's obviously, you know, because of your background and the equipment that you use. So um, we, a lot of our videos, most people don't know it. Most of our video footage was actually shot last summer uh, because we're in a cold state and have to store our RV over the winter. Yeah. We, we tried to film as much as we could early so that we could get through the winter. And, uh, you know, we started out, we didn't have any fancy cameras. So, um, you know, we had an old Canon T3i, um, you know, that was an old, pretty old, pretty darn old camera. It was about eight yep. years old now. And I had a, a couple GoPro threes and that's what we started filming with. And, uh, you know, now that we've got a year under our belt and we decided, okay, well, yeah, this is kind of, um, you know, something that we can do here and it's actually just kind of working out. This year, we went ahead and we invested in some new camera gear as well. So we upgraded our GoPros to, uh, I got two GoPro 8s, and our DSLR, we actually upgraded to a Canon M6 Mark II. Oh, the Mark II. Uh, I love yeah. those. Yeah, yeah. We, we went to the, the mirrorless camera, and yep. uh, so far, I absolutely love it. That's the camera I'm using right now as a webcam. Looks great. Um you know, so I think it kind of really ups the quality, even though StreamYard's only 720p. Having that camera with that lens uh, really changes things, even in a, a live stream. So it does. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, uh, we actually started out with our phones and we had a, um, a GoPro Hero 4, I think. And then um, we also, we actually had the Canon T5i, and that's what we were using. Uh, for you know, for a while until we really kind of locked in and said, okay, this is this is something that we really want to you know stick with and we really want to go for it. Um, so that's when we started investing in a little bit more of uh, our equipment. Yeah, and we were the exact same way. You know, we used our old equipment. Some shots were taken from the cell phone. Um, yeah. You know, things like that. Just we did what you did had to do to get by. Um, you know, the old. Uh, GoPros had no stabilization, so you had oh. to you had to have a gimbal. Otherwise, most <laughs> of the, everything you shot, you got home and you looked at, it and it's like I can't even use this. You yeah, know, it makes you dizzy watching it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so keep in mind for everyone watching this, uh, you don't have to start with decent equipment, but nope. sometimes just a little you know piece of added equipment can help the quality of what you are using uh, get you by for a while until you think you can upgrade to something a little nicer uh obviously a little something a little nicer is a little bit better quality uh we actually added a drone this spring too i just purchased a uh, mavic 2 pro um, oh very nice yeah i was gonna go the mini route and uh i had a really hard time in my head thinking this thing only does 2.7k and it didn't really have the advanced uh, obstacle detection that the Mavic right. 2 Pro has. And and uh, me and Lori talked about it and kind of he out around about it. And finally, I decided, you know what? If I'm going to spend the money on a drone, I'm going to go all in um, and just get the best that they have and uh, right now and and uh, go with that. So we, we bit the bullet and uh, we got it. And so hopefully we'll start seeing some drone footage on our stuff here soon. So we have, we have a little bit of drone footage. Uh, it was actually a borrowed drone. And so I, um, I, I frequently borrow my wife's uh, cousin's uh, drone to, to go on our trips. We just haven't invested in that part yet. Um, you know, trying to see again, what, what value is it going to create? Is it worth the investment right now? You know, right. So that's probably a little down the road for us. One of the biggest things I looked at with all the equipment we upgraded, um, even though 1080p is kind of the gold standard on YouTube, still right. as of this day, um, because when you start working in 4K footage, things get really large. Uh, it takes a lot of time to edit. It takes a lot of time to upload. Uh, but even though that is the case, you know, I was looking at, okay, I was still using cameras that were eight years old. If I make this investment now, I want to be able to use these cameras for a good seven or eight years. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to buy something and then and not have good working uh, 4K. That was one of the reasons why I didn't go with the M50 uh, Canon, because that has uh, won a serious crop in 
uh, 4K, and it also has uh, autofocus issues in 4K. It does. So yeah. we decided that because of that, I went ahead and spent the extra of you know a few hundred dollars on the M6 Mark II, and um, thus far, I love this camera. That, that is a great camera. We looked at we looked at the same camera when we were um, when we were you know shopping for uh, a new camera. Yep, um, I can't complain about it one bit. Uh, absolutely love everything that I can do with it. I love that it has Wi-Fi built onto it and um, same <laughs> the, <laughs> the whole nine yards. So absolutely. All righty. So go ahead. We'll go ahead and move on here. Uh, so right. what? What got you interested in RVing uh, to begin with, and how long have you been RVing? So we've—it's uh, actually an interesting story because we we were tent campers, and we had we really didn't have an interest in in buying an RV um, because I I've always wanted a boat, and so I can't really tow a boat and an RV at the same time, at least not in the state of Virginia. Um, and so we we bought a boat. We didn't we didn't have a camper. Uh, my dad had actually purchased a camper and, uh, when he passed away, he left it to us. And so we took it out for the first time and that was it. I, I told my wife right then, I was like, I'm never sleeping in a tent again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we, we went ahead and we knew it wasn't the right camper for us. Of course it was bought for him. He, he would go out on his own. Um, so we, we went, we traded it in and got our current camper and we've, We've been RVing for about two and a half years now, um, and love every minute of it. And like I said, if if we could, we would be out on the road full time right now. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely addicting uh, once you go ahead and, and uh, start traveling and realize that sleeping on an air mattress and a tent isn't exactly where it's always at. <laughs> With no AC. <laughs> You're right with no AC, uh, <laughs> hot summer days and hot summer nights. That's right. Uh, rain causing moisture in your tent is it? Oh yeah, it's so much better in an RV. That's for sure. Agreed. So tell us a little bit about the RV that you currently have then, and uh, why you chose it. Sure. Uh, we we have a 2020 Grand Design Reflection 311 BHS, and the the Reflection is the uh, is the fifth wheel model. It is a bunkhouse because we have you know, four people and three dogs. So we needed uh, quite a bit of space and, and enough beds to for everyone. And of course, we, we frequently travel with others. And so my niece, like my nieces, like to stay with us sometimes. So they'll they'll pull that recliner out and and, and have a good place to sleep too. But we absolutely love uh, Grand Design. So I did a lot of research before I purchased our RV, and it all kind of came back to the community feedback and. The, that's one thing that I'll say with Grand Design, and I'm not, not I'm not putting down any other brand. There, there are a lot of great ones out there, but for us personally, um, working with them and look talking to the community and how they interact with their uh, with the owners and the the things that come along with the ownership of a Grand Design just really attracted us to that to that brand. And so we uh, we we knew we wanted a Grand Design, and then we, it was just a matter of finding the right the right model for us. Right, and uh, I can't agree with that more. Um, we don't own a Grand Design, but I believe, really believe our next one will be. Um, for those of you uh, watching, if you've never had a, an opportunity to step inside of a Grand Design, um, if you get a chance to go to an RV show, definitely take the time to hit the Grand Design area and check out some of the models, whether you're looking at um, you know, the reflection or a solitude in a fifth wheel model, or if you need something a little bigger and you go with a momentum and a toy hauler, oh, uh, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. You walk into these things and the level of quality that these things are built will blow you away um, compared to other manufacturers. And, uh, you know, I've talked a little bit with a couple um, guys, you know, like Josh, the RV nerd from Halet RV um, I did a recorded interview with Paul, the um, Air Force guy, uh, here last week, and we've talked a little bit about grand designs and stuff, and uh, the customer service level that you get from uh, the manufacturer is above and beyond. 
uh, what anyone else is doing, and that they are really changing. They're changing the industry um, where the other manufacturers are having to improve um, what they're doing, both quality and service, to try to compete with a company that came into a market that was pretty much riddled with um, bad, you know, experiences. And yeah, they've changed it. They've, they're yeah. starting to change the whole industry. You know, Grand Design was founded in, in 2012. So they're not, you know, they're, they haven't been around for 30, 40 years to, to really like perfect their, their craft either. And, right. They came um, around, you know, into a market that was kind of broken. Yeah. And, uh, and they've really turned the whole industry around, not just for themselves, but for everyone by coming out with a product that was just good. It was rock solid customer service above and beyond anything that you'll see from any other manufacturer. Um, and like I said, uh, definitely our next RV, we are probably looking at, uh, I'm thinking a solitude. Oh, love them. I really like the solitudes with the, um, big underfloor storage in the back with the pull-out trays. The pull-out trays. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm uh, really a fan for those. We were really thinking of one with the rear living room, kind of like Jason and Ray's from Getaway Couple. Um, But this last year we went to an RV show in January and we saw one with the rear kitchen. That's the RK. Yeah. And uh, Wow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're beautiful yeah just wow yeah um, i think our, i think our next rv and we're not shopping anytime soon um we we've had ours less than a year now um but i think that if we get another one it'll, it'll be a momentum we we definitely want a toy hauler next time yeah um just because yeah. of the storage and, and everything that comes along with that and being able to carry stuff with us right i would absolutely love the one of the momentums i just It'd have to be pretty well used for me to afford it. <laughs> <laughs> they're all expensive these days. <laughs> they're, they're all expensive. <laughs> have to sell one of the kids or something. I'm not really sure. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but uh, so uh, you started your channel and, and stuff. What decided you to go ahead and start a YouTube channel? Um, I know that that's. Uh, Everyone kind of falls into it. It's like, well, I wasn't really planning it. And then all of a sudden we decide, well, let's just give it a try. But what was your experience in starting your YouTube channel? That 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 wasn't us. Um, I'll say we, we, we don't fall into that bucket. What I will say is we, we've followed some of the larger channels for a while now, like Changing Lanes and uh, Keep Your Daydream. And, you know, what appealed to us most about having a YouTube channel was having this, like, archive of memories, and so, like, even if we, you know, don't ever hit a thousand subscribers, like we have this, we have this archive of memories that we can always true back to, you know, when the kids are grown and gone, um, being able to just like relive all of these experiences and memories. That's really, that's really what drove us to want to start documenting our adventures. Um, and uh, I've always had an interest in, uh, again, photography and videography and things like that. So. It uh it made sense to to just try it out and you know start start creating content and you know if people enjoy it they can come that's great um, but we also have family members uh, that can't travel with us uh, who are older and so uh, this is another opportunity for us to be able to give them the experiences that we we're having as well to be able to experience new places that. You know they they wouldn't be able to go otherwise. So we we really enjoy just the the memories that that it brings along. Right, and uh, I can say you know we started our channel because our girls kind of suggested it to us. Uh, we were doing much the same thing. We were watching all the bigger YouTube channels uh, on RVing stuff, and uh, you know we had been filming some stuff over the years and taking pictures and stuff. Photography's always been. Um, one of my interests that I always thought, well, you know, in retirement years, it's something that I would like to do is get into some wildlife photography and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, so we'd been taking pictures and some video here and there over the years. And our girls come to us and we was watching all these YouTube channels and they're like, well, why don't you start your own YouTube channel? We're always <laughs> taking pictures and videos anyways. So, right. you know, and uh, it is, it's a great way to help document things. Um, 
you know, years down the road when uh, we're gone, our grandchildren can uh, still see how, what we did and how we shared it with our families and uh, that's right that nature. So yeah, uh, great reason to, uh, to start one and just share a little bit of your life of, of uh, what you do. Yeah, we, 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 we have really enjoyed it. Um, you know, it, it, it sometimes, you know, you're, you're traveling and, and trying to record and then you're trying to edit and, and post it out. So, you know, sometimes it can, it can add a little bit on your plate, but, um, it, the, the reward is, is well worth it. Um, we are actually, and I, I meant to say this earlier, we're actually getting ready to uh, travel up to Michigan, hopefully next month. If all of the, uh, if the parks are still open or opened at that point, um, we are going, we are headed to the UP where we're going to be visiting uh, pictured rocks for um, it's going to be a three week trip. So what we're pretty excited about that. What time of next month are you heading up there? It's um, it's supposed to be around like June 19th uh, that the, up until uh, the 4th of July. So we, the latter half of, of June will be, we'll be heading on up there. We'll, um, we had more of a trip planned where we're going to, uh, we wanted to go to Mackinac Island um, and uh, Torch Lake. We wanted to visit all those cool touristy places up there. Um, yeah. And then on our way back, one thing you get with Grand Design is an invitation to come tour their facilities. And so um, we were gonna come back through Michigan to Indiana and go tour the um, Grand Design facility and then head on home to Virginia. But yeah. I actually, um, I was born in Michigan. I lived there until I was three years old. My family still lives there. My my mother's side of the family, they still live there in uh, around Southgate, Michigan. Okay. Well, when you come up, um, <laughs> we're going to have to do a meetup because we're actually going to be in Mackinac City from June 25th through July 12th. Oh, that that's almost perfect timing. Yeah. It's, it's perfect timing. We're going to be in the Mackinac City area. Uh, we have plans to visit Mackinac Island as well. Um, so, yeah, definitely sometime during that time, uh, we'll have to stay in touch. And uh, we can do a meetup uh, in the area as you're passing through one way or the other. So yeah, I, We will connect. I'll, I'll definitely connect with you. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. So let's see. So when you – this next question should be pretty easy because you you'd mentioned your value proposition uh, earlier. So what value, if you know somebody asks you about your channel and say, well, why should I watch it? What value do you feel your channel gives your viewers when they happen to land on your channel and take a look? Yeah, uh, that's that's a great question. And it's one I kind of, I, I bounce back and forth on. And, and, and the reason I say that is because obviously while we, we can't travel right now, uh, we still wanna bring a value um, to our, you know, to the community. And so what we like to focus on, there's, there's two things here. One is the adventure side of things where we want to be able to, uh, share experiences with our, with the viewers and, and those who aren't able to travel, uh, or experience the same places that we are, you know, if they live on the West coast or they're older, whatever the case may be, uh, we want to be able to share that with you guys in a, in a, in a way that, you know, you, you feel like you're there with us. The other piece of that is I had to learn how to RV. And if I can learn how to do it, anybody can learn how to do it. Right. <laughs> I'm not mechanically inclined like at all. Uh, my brother-in-law, Jason from Imagine Your Odyssey, I, I will, I will call him in a heartbeat to come help like get the lawnmower started or something. Um, but I, I've had to learn a lot of things. And so um, being able to bring videos, you know, while we're not traveling, uh, around either like our grand design or just RVing in general um, so that I can share my learnings with others. They're, they may not always be the right way or the exact way to do it, um, but I'm learning as I go. And as I learn things, I want to share that with the community. Right. And, uh, you know, YouTube really was kind of built on the uh, aspect of uh, how-to videos. Most people came, if their value was in how-tos, and we even see in some of our videos, um, our like upgrade videos and things like that tend to get a little more viewing because yep. there's more value sometimes for the user than uh, an entertainment value. You know, the big channels, the entertainment value is there because they're big. Um, you know, they have a following. So a small channels when we first start, 
sometimes you know sharing our adventures is great to get it out there it might be fantastic content and people might not get to it because you know we get drowned out and other things but um you know eventually those adventure videos will start to gain traction too once people start to get to know you more uh find your channel more and start to have a more personal connection with you that's right yeah it's it's also about defining right because it even if you look at the RV community, it's it's such a broad target audience. You have younger um, audience, you have older generations, you have um, folks that like tents, you have folks that like um, you know larger RVs, a um, class A's, and then you have you know everything in between. And so it's really uh, it's also trying to narrow down what your your target audience is and be able to create a value for that audience that other channels don't have. And so what's what really sets your content apart? And uh, there is there's the one thing I do love about the RV niche here on YouTube is it is a very broad spectrum of who our channels apply to, who our target market is. is. And, you know, I didn't think I even realized that as much until we started uh, – working on our affiliate store for, um, you know, Amazon affiliate store that we have. And we started looking at other RV stores and what categories they had of products and things like that. And suddenly you start looking at this and it's like, okay, the RV niche falls into, you know, you think of the classics, you think of all the essentials you need for camping, you know, your, you know, your wheel chocks and your water filters and all that stuff. But when you start looking at other products that apply to our niche, you start getting into all the auto accessories, uh, mm -hmm. the hitches, the, you know, you know, the weight distribution. I mean, you, it's, it's unreal. Once you start yeah. looking at all the different products that apply to our, our niche, and then you start to think, okay, all these products are in our niche and the people that apply to that interest. And it, it's a very broad niche, I think compared to many other, uh, ones here on YouTube. So, you know, yeah. the, the potential is huge. Um, once you're found, it can get out there. So, yeah, it, it's also interesting to see how your content can kind of make its own path and, and your channel becomes, uh, you know, more defined and, and, and targets more of a niche, like you were saying. Um, I, I'll say, like, we were documenting our adventures. And we would get, you know, 100, 150 views on a channel, on a, on a video. And then I, and then I introduced the grand design to the channel. And all of a sudden I have a video that has like 7,000 views. And, and so it, it's, it's amazing to see like how much one particular thing can bring into your channel. And, um, and it really starts to kind of take on a shape of its own. Right. And the thing that I, uh, me and Lori have talked about this a few times about, you know, kind of beating around the bush as far as what draws a viewer to certain channels compared to other channels. Um, the one thing I've always said is naturally people kind of want what they can't afford. <laughs> and so what you find typically is channels that, you know, maybe have a certain type of rig, like you said, a grand design, it's not in everyone's budget. Um, and you see, see some of it also with channels that, you know, maybe have, uh, a new bar, you know, and things like yes. that, the yeah. things, uh, people are, uh, magnetically drawn to the things that are just a little bit outside their reach. And this is, I think is a little bit why like KYD exploded so much. Um, you know, Mark and Trish, they've got a little bit of money to throw around. Um, and showing that a little bit has people wishing a little bit that, well, I want some of that, whether it be an adventure video or, right. um, you know, subconsciously you're drawn to that. And I think it helped kind of help some channels grow uh, a little faster than others. Um, I think having a grand design, I think you're going to be uh, uh, doing well here before you know it. <laughs> yeah. So. But um, I, I've talked to my wife about that too. I don't want to, you know, I, I'm not a grand design channel. And so, we, we do use the grand design to help, you know, draw in, um, you know, some some of the potential viewers. But it's it's really the content that's going to either, you know, get them to stay on that video or click subscribe and, and, and stay around and, and, you know, watch more content. So 
uh, we really enjoy it all. Like the the right. the the camper is just what we use to sleep in while we're on our adventures, and so we really enjoy the uh, the family adventure part of it. Right. And then that's like it comes down to it when you're putting in your channel, you really need to enjoy what you're doing. That's and right. it, it shows that you are enjoying what you're doing. So, so when you first started your channel, you know, what was really your expectations? I know you wanted to share, you know, your videos with, with friends and family, but did you have any idea that when you first started that, hey, you know, maybe I'll come to something? Or, you know, if we put in the effort, you have a little experience and background of what it kind of takes. Um, you know, did you have any expectations of, you know, this is where we'd like to be? No, I, I really didn't have any goals or anything like that for, for a YouTube channel. Again, it was just really us trying to document our adventures. Also, uh, working in a financial industry, I, I, I like to do some research on like numbers and things like that. And so, you know, very quickly started looking at what is the success rate of, of a YouTube channel starting out and and that that don't look at that because you won't want to keep going. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, of a channel hitting a thousand subscribers or hitting a million subscribers, which you know, I you know, that's way you know, that's not even realistic. But um, we we really didn't have any expectations to to like try to grow um, a base like that. We we really just wanted to hone in on on making memories and documenting our memories and sharing that with with friends and family. Right. And uh, in, in theme with those numbers, uh, for all of you guys watching and all the channels that are here in the chat, um, the percentage of YouTube channels that even hit a thousand subscribers is very small, um, you know, to even get to that thousand mark. So that's right. You know, when you do reach that thousand mark, um, take a little bit of time and celebrate. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It it is it is a small number. It was a little discouraging when I first read it. So, but I, I that was that's not what we're in it for. So that right. it didn't really have any bearing on on us going forward. Right. So now I assume that now that you are starting to get some traction, that you know maybe you're setting some goals for yourself now. Obviously, yeah. you're you're putting some for some money into equipment and things. Um, and we did too. I mean, uh, once we've gotten our first year under the belt. We kind of looked at it and said, okay, now what? Um, so what is kind of your goals for six months from now, uh, you know, a year from now? Where would you like to see the channel be, you know, in that time? And what are you, you planning on trying to do or uh, some thoughts that you're trying to do to get there? Yeah. So there, there's a couple of different things. Before I get to the goal part, I'll, I'll say a little bit about what we're doing. Um one, we, we talked about it earlier, branding is, is a huge part of it. And so um, we're trying to be as consistent as possible with our branding here on YouTube, but we've also started looking at the other platforms. Um, we've, I have found that Instagram works way better for, me, for us than uh, Facebook does. And so through trial and errors there, um, you know, so we're, we're right now, we're also focusing on trying to get a more consistent feel to like our, our Instagram profile that comes along with the videos. What value can we provide on that other platform that you're not getting on YouTube and how can they supplement each other and, and keep folks um, engaged on, on both platforms and wanting to uh, go back and forth between the two. The other thing is, is uh, our channel doesn't actually do, we don't do live streams. And so I've seen a lot of, a lot of live streams. I've, I've actually been um, a guest on a lot of live streams. So I, again, I really appreciate being here today. Um, so when we are invited, that is a, that is a, that's an opportunity for us too to be able to kind of, you know, get in front of a, a different channel's audience and be able to, you know, share our story too. And so we, we really appreciate, um, you know, the collaboration that comes along with that. Um, and a couple other things that we're really trying to do is we're trying to focus on quality. Again, I'm trying to, uh, really hone in on, on the craft of video making and, being able to tell that story, um, you know, understanding kind of like the, I hate to get like the psychology that goes behind actually like keeping people's interest in a video. Uh, so I've been focusing on that a lot and just trying to have fun. Like that's that's really what we're trying to do. I like to try to throw a little humor in it. Uh, so I came up with the RV shenanigans video yeah. where there's three of me in an RV. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the video. <laughs> 
I got to make another one. Uh, I've been so busy between work and trying to get the regular content uh, created that uh, I haven't been, had a chance to make those. Um, but I really enjoy the humor side of, of stuff like that too. And, and wherever I can get a chance to, to be a goof, I, I, I take, you know, I take that opportunity. The, um, the, the goals of the channel, we don't have like a number that we're trying to reach. We're just, we want to continue to be able to provide a value uh, to our, you know, to our community and, and just give, give people a reason to come back and watch the next video. And also, you know, be able to provide a, a, a higher value to uh, entice people to just go out and share um, our message. The other thing is, is, is creating a, a message that we can kind of all uh, get behind. And whether that, you know, you look at like Keep Your Daydream, they all have this, this centralized message that they're, they're going, they're coming around and, and, and they, they try to help others, um, you know, to get to where they want to be and with their own goals. And so we're really looking at some of that stuff and, and trying to figure out exactly what does that mean for our channel. Um, but growth wise, I try not to, even though I look at the numbers, I try not to pay too much attention to the numbers because they'll drive you crazy if you get, if you let them suck you in. Um, but you know, we're, we're, we're just going to continue to produce content hopefully at a, a quality that, that keeps folks uh, coming back and, and wanting to view more. Um, you know, and I think we're pretty much, you and I are uh, quite the same when it comes to uh, the channel as far as, you know, what we're trying to offer. And, uh, you know, we're trying to reach out more and more, trying to spread uh, the knowledge of our channel as well as uh, the RV community that's here. And that's one yeah. of the reasons why we started this live stream. You know, our Wednesday live streams, typically we try to cover a... RV topic um, that would have more viewership than just the live stream that somebody might come back and watch it on the replay. But uh, with this live stream, we added this for two reasons. One, we knew at a certain point in time, looking at the numbers projected ahead, that we were going to have to have watch times at, uh, at a certain point in time. And adding an additional live stream is a great way to add watch hours. That's right. But also, we did this for another reason is that it lets us start to break into a different uh, type of audience. When we first started our live streams, what we would see was that uh, we would lose subscribers every time we did a live stream, um, you know, one or two here or there. So we had to kind of divide up the homepage of our YouTube channel. Uh, so live streams were separated from our normal videos and that seemed to help that. Um, okay, but there is a need for the live streams as well. You have to end up with a different viewership that watches that, and uh, I wanted this for one or for two reasons: one, to help build here on YouTube, not just us, but everyone that's in the community here, bringing you guys in for interviews. Like you said, it introduces you to someone else's uh, viewership, um, but also everyone that we interview here. Uh, also, as I said in the beginning of this. We actually, after this video is processed by YouTube, we strip the audio out and we upload it to a podcast, um, you know, that is uh, accessible through all the major uh, podcast applications. And those podcasts are actually getting downloads uh, and getting some viewership on, on those platforms. And these are a different platform that um, is a completely different platform type of person that was what's watching here on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and as you start to look at the bigger YouTube channels that are out there, the ones that have really succeeded, every one of them have a podcast. Um, you know, KYD started with podcasts before they ever started their YouTube channel. Um, you know, RV uh, Lifestyle with uh, Mike and Jennifer, they have their podcast. Uh, Traveling Robert has a podcast. All the big YouTubers have a podcast, and those podcasts are really weird that there is an RV community over there that just listens to these type of talk show interviews and things like that, um, and just talking about the RV industry a little bit. There's a whole nother market out there that we're trying to reach with us, and uh, we hope that, one, it helps us, and it hopes it helps 
each and every one of you guys that we interview as well. So, <laughs> well, I really appreciate it. Again, thank you so much for you know for having us on. I I haven't even looked into podcasts. Um, I, I have my hands full with YouTube and Instagram at this point. <laughs> and so we're uh, you know we're we're still a smaller channel, but you know we we're definitely um, you know we have goals, but it, it's it's less about the uh, about the numbers and more about what can this um, where what could it bring uh, you know bring us in our, our lives personally and you know whether that is full timing it or just going out more and it, it's it's really pushing us to, to to have more adventures even when we can't have the RV with us you know just going out and finding a trail and and figuring out how to document that in a way that's compelling for you know for folks to watch it too so we we really enjoy it All right so. With your channel growth uh, that you've had, you know, you've grown somewhat steadily and that's, you know, evident of the quality of your videos that you're putting out. Um, but do you do anything to try to promote your your YouTube channel other than Instagram? Uh, you know, you say you haven't had much luck with Facebook or? Yeah, I, I've tried Facebook. Um, I've actually tried using Facebook um, ads, like just, just a few times, just for like a day or so just to see what it would do because you can define your target audience there and it'll push it out to a certain number of people and it'll give you a click rate and um, you know, everything that comes along with that. I found that the views on that video will go up, but you know, it, it doesn't really draw in the subscribers um, like, like YouTube does kind of organically. So um, really right now our focus is just YouTube and, and Instagram and just trying to uh, really build the brand around, you know, what can you expect when you come to one of our pages? Yeah. And uh, we've tried ads both on Facebook and uh, YouTube itself just to try them out because I had ad credit through GoDaddy uh, from hosting our website. And uh, I had originally started trying to do some Facebook ads, uh, like you said, similar, where you can kind of go from your target audience straight to your YouTube video. Yeah. And, um, one, I didn't see a very good rate of click-through for what I was paying for. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Because when you when you go off platform from Facebook, um, you know they'll charge you like a dollar a click to, for a video to come over to YouTube. So we changed that thinking real quickly. We just kind of stopped doing that after like a day or so. And we switched it to uh, promoting our Facebook business page. And instead of a dollar a click, I was paying like six cents a click. And uh, we gained Facebook likes on our business page that we could later try to post videos to and try getting some viewership that way over and over again. Instead of somebody clicking, watching a video, maybe clicking right back off of it and never even watching the video or subscribing. So, Sure. Face, Facebook is built to keep people in Facebook. You know, same yep. with, and so they, right. and all the social media platforms are, are that's right. that way. Um, yep. They, they want to keep you on their platform as long as they can. It's the whole basis of how they make money. So um, definitely. And so you have to, if you do want to do cross platform stuff, you can't just pull from one to the other. You have to actually build communities uh, on each. And as you start to build respect in those communities, then you can start uh, kind of marketing your YouTube channel within that community and you'll can start pulling some followers that way. Um, yep. But there's, it comes down to, there's no easy way about doing any of this. You have to put <laughs> in the time and you have to build your yep. communities uh, in order to get ahead. So that's right. You gotta, you gotta put the work into it. You gotta enjoy what you're doing too. Uh, otherwise you'll, you'll start to feel like you're, you're burning out, but we really enjoy it. Um, you know, just putting the time into the videos, uploading, um, and then, you know, also engaging with folks after it's not just the video, it's, it's the engagement that the videos bring, um, that we also really enjoy. Right. And, uh, I know we've had some fantastic comments on some of the videos, you know, when you do even just like a little simple little how to video and, somebody leaves a comment, you know, oh my God, thank you. I couldn't find this anywhere else. Um, that's right. Sometimes that's just like, well, you know, it's it worth putting it out there because it's helping somebody 
Um, whether it be helping somebody with a how-to or helping somebody just to learn how to RVing, uh, all the little <laughs> things help the community. So, yeah, I, I just released a video this morning. Actually, you just described it perfectly. Uh, it was just replacing a, a broken window in our RV, and it was actually a simple one because it was one of the escape windows. But just just that, you know, and being able to share that experience and what it's like right now with you know repair shops being closed and and things like that and the the process that we had to go through to get that done. But just being able to, you know, you never know who is going to uh, get the benefit from that video. Yep. I mean, we have a simple video that I did that was, you know, our uh, baggage doors has the old little flip hooks that hold the doors up. And right. uh, they're a pain when you're trying to put something in there and you got something in one hand and you're trying to deal with the door. And I added the, uh, the magnet catch latches so that you can just flip the door up and it, the magnet holds the door up. And at the time I was recording and putting it out, it's like, you know, I'm going to put this out there. It's content. No one's probably ever going to watch it, but I think I've had more positive uh, comments on that than pretty much any video we've done. People <laughs> are like, Oh my God, this is great. You no, know, I didn't even think of this or, you know, yeah. just weird stuff. So um, yeah. With that, why don't we go ahead and we'll open up the chat room if anyone has any questions uh, for Harold here uh, about his channel or uh, anything of that nature. If anyone has any questions here, let me pull my glasses off so I can read this a little better. Oh, let's see what's going on in the chat room. So while we're waiting for some questions, uh, also I mentioned earlier that we also have another channel um, to do uh, some RV ch uh, channel reviews type stuff. It doesn't have to be RV, but that's the reason why we're kind of starting is to help you guys here in the community. Um, and maybe it's something along the lines of one of these days I can maybe reach out to Harold here and have you go ahead and join us on one of those uh, live streams and uh, have you kind of give your thoughts on you know, what people can do to try to improve their channel a little bit. I, I would love to. Um, also, you know, feel free to use mine as a, as a topic too. I would love to, I'm, I'm very open to feedback. So anything you guys can, you know, share with me uh, that you think would help improve the channel, I'm more than willing, um, you know, to, to sit down and talk about it. Yep. Um, you know, we tried doing a little bit of everything. It's not, you know, we try to cover not just branding. You know, I'm kind of like you. I'm digging into this thing, and I'm wanting details of everything, um, whether it be how YouTube works, how to try to, you know, get a little bit more out of the algorithm on YouTube, how to improve, <laughs> how to improve videos, and That's trying right. to dissect all that stuff. Um, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to that of, I need to know details uh, of things. So you definitely, as I'm learning, you know, we're trying to learn that as long as well. My, um, I drive my wife crazy. If, if I, uh, if I'm going to look into something, I will research and research and research and I will show her every aspect of that. So I, I sometimes drive her crazy. I'm, I'm very similar in that way. Yeah. Beyond Beauty asked, uh, how does your family feel about being on camera? You know, um, even for me, it was, it's so odd at first. And, and so like I had to get, I had to get really like used to it. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm any good compared to, you know, most at this point, but, um, you know, it, it was such an odd feeling of just sitting there talking to it. And it's even worse for me when there's a crowd around me for some reason, I, I do so much better in the RV by myself. <laughs> yeah. There's always somebody just, watching you wondering. There's always somebody that. watching. Yeah, that camera, that little fluffy, um, the the windscreen on top of the camera, that is such a huge, like, target or, like, a, a tension drawer. And so um, my family, like, the kids, it's so funny because they'll, they'll be the first ones to take pictures of themselves on Instagram or Snapchat or something like that. But if I put the camera on and press record, you know, they want to be quiet and, and walk away. Um, my wife is getting used to it, um, but she she tends to be a little bit more on uh, in the videos on the adventure side of things. And 
Um, I do a lot of the the RV like how tos and training, but uh, we're definitely getting used used to kind of also the interaction with somebody else on camera um, is is you know something to get used to. But we're we're getting there. Yeah, uh, it it is a, it's a learning curve to get comfortable with it. Um, yes, I I struggled with it at first. I've gotten a lo lot better over the time. Uh, I know Lori struggled with it at first. And I think the live streams have really helped her kind of be more comfortable uh, being on camera. You know, if you miss say something, big deal, you move on from it, you know. Right. Um, so I think we're all just kind of nervous about, you know, staring at this camera talking, but we all kind of get used to it once you've done it some more. I know my daughter, she's the first one, like you said, snap pictures all day long, wants her, you know, picture taken, whatever. She gets embarrassed, though, when I share um, clips of her on the YouTube videos. She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you shared that. You know? <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's it's something about not having the control over, like, what's being shown or the, you know, how you position the camera angle or, or something like that. Um, but I also saw another question in the, I think, in the um, in the chat was, does my wife help out with the channel? And the uh, the answer is yes. Uh, I do the recording most of the time. Uh, she does have a GoPro that she will do recording with. She uses the Canon T5i now that we have the the second Canon camera as well. And so she will definitely help um, in that regard. But she also actually, she does a lot more of the Instagram stuff than I do. And so um, she's been able to like, it, Instagram is going nowhere for me, uh, but she's been able to <laughs> help help grow that community too. And we kind of do the same thing. Uh, I, you know, I split up some responsibilities with Lori. She pretty much runs the Instagram. Um, you know, thumbnails, a thing that like that that needs to get posted on there. I'll do that and I'll send it to her. She posts that stuff. She takes care of that. She does most of the research for our Wednesday live streams. I'll give her a topic or we'll come up with a topic together and she'll research everything and put that together. Um She's wanting to be more involved now that she's uh, more familiar with the camera. And uh, I actually had somebody leave a comment the other day about when was Lori going to do a video. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they are coming in case anyone is uh, wondering. Uh, we've got some things planned out that Lori wants to do. Things that are more her interest when it comes to the RVing. You know, she wants to kind of do some of the uh, like clean with me. Uh, videos within the RV and uh, cleaning and organizing and things like that. Uh, she's got some dollar uh, tree hauls uh, videos coming that she wants to do with Very you know, cool. supplies that she buys for the RV and stuff like that. Um, so there are things that are coming that Lori's going to be included on uh, even more than what she had been in the background. And uh, I think that's great. It helps add to a uh, different market, you know, when we look That's at right. our analytics, um, surprisingly enough, um, you know, at times some of our videos are viewed more by women than what they are men uh, in many areas. And especially our, like our Blackstone cooking videos, those are, I'm really surprised they're like almost 75 to 80 to, you know, the other um, more women than men watching those. So, I'm really surprised about that. So we definitely want to get Lori more involved uh, to help build that uh, community interaction. Yeah. So it sounds like we take a very similar approach because I've looked into that too. You know, what type of videos do do better? Uh, our adventure videos, uh, where we're documenting our travels, tend to um, do better with women, and then the uh, the uh, camper like how to videos and training and stuff like that tend to do better with um with our male audience and so every every little thing you do and change up it brings it brings a new perspective from an audience yeah laurie made the comment in the chat that all the videos she makes are poopy <laughs> <laughs> no yeah she, uh, she's taken a couple times because she uh wasn't real comfortable with the camera to begin with you know she'd want to film she's like well i'm going to take the camera and go to the camper i want to film by myself i don't want you around when i'm doing it you know, because like you said, when you first start, you're kind of embarrassed of what you're doing. And, um, but like I said, she's getting more comfortable with the live streams now. So 
it takes time and uh, to get comfortable. And I think everyone's going to really start to enjoy her doing some videos as well. Uh, you're reaching a different type of uh, market um, when your wife can also join in on the videos. Um, you know, like she said, she's not interested in any of the, you know, really the how-to videos and stuff that we do. Um, so I'm sure other women out there aren't interested in much of that either, unless, of course, they're RVing on their own and they're having to do those how-to stuff on their own. So uh, we definitely want to try to offer a broad spectrum of what the RV lifestyle is for both men and women. So Same, same here. So, all right, yeah. what else we got here? Uh, let's see. A few people say they look forward to seeing videos with Lori, and I've I've joked with Lori. I have to get her on video so people don't think she's buried in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hiding her. She's here. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see what else we got. We'll try hard to be there. So it looks like that's pretty much the questions that we got. I know we never really have a ton of questions. You usually get one or two. Um, but sometimes they come up with good questions that, you know, we don't normally have on our list. Uh, yeah. Ask. So, so with that, I think I'll go ahead and, uh, I'll thank you once again for joining us today, Harold. Um, it's been a pleasure. Um, like I said, you're, you're nailing it with your channel. It's just a matter of time before it really starts to take off and, uh, explode. And, uh, we wish you all the luck and definitely reach out when you're coming through, uh, Michigan, and we will do a meetup. Yeah, either, I, I, either when you're coming or going, one way or the other, we'll do a meetup. I'll, I'll email you and um and, and get some dates and and stuff, and we can work out the logistics of that. But I I, I really appreciate you uh, you having me on, and um you know definitely take care, and and we'll be in touch. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Thanks. All right, guys, that was Harold from One Strange Adventure. Um. Harold's a great guy. The channel's fantastic. So make sure, uh, encourage each and every one of you to go over to Harold's channel. Uh, let me go ahead and I'll drop a link again here in the uh, chat for Harold's for Harold's channel so you can go over there and check him out uh, after this live stream. Make sure you go over there. He's got some great videos over there. Check him out. Give him, you know, watch few handfuls of his videos leave some comments let him know in the comments that uh we sent you over there just show him some love his channel definitely deserves it he puts in a ton of effort and uh you know i think you'll really enjoy his channel so uh, with that i also uh, encourage you to go ahead and hit that thumbs up down below it really helps the channel uh having that extra engagement and uh you know check out our videos our uh we try to put videos out on Sundays. We don't always hit that goal, but we do have uh, our live streams every single week on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So make sure you check out that stuff. Uh, subscribe, ring the little bell so you get notifications whenever you get stuff uh, that comes out. And with that, I'd like to go ahead and thank each and every one of you for being here uh, today and spending this uh, time with us. I know we've gone a little bit over, but uh I think it was worth it with Harold. Uh, we had a really good interview today. So thank you very much for spending an hour and 15 minutes of time today with us. And with that, I'll go ahead and I'll sign off here. And we'll see you in the next video or live stream. So thanks, guys. And we'll catch you later. Bye.